Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for honesty, integrity, and trust, so you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. Hi. Hey guys. Thanks for tuning in today. It's Friday. We freaking made it. In case you didn't know what you were listening to when you pushed that button that said Customer States Podcast, you're listening to Customer States Podcast. It's the podcast where we talk about everything in the automotive industry and sometimes, just sometimes, we do this. Oh, I can't. Get it with your nails. Get it. My nails are fake. You need some help? Oh, I got it. I got it. You got it? Okay. I got it under okay. there. Ah, wait. There is some <laughs> noises in there. <laughs> well, you guys, we made it to another episode. I'm Allie Paul. I am a warranty administrator. I have been administrating warranties for about 13 years. Been working at the dealership a little longer than that. I work for a Volkswagen and a Mazda. <laughs> and to my left is a wonderful human being. He's very joyous. He's just filled with joy and happiness, rainbows and sunshine every single day. Holiday he cheer. Just, yes. He loves a holiday. <clears throat> loves a holiday. You know what's his favorite holiday? Halloween. Christmas. Halloween. Halloween is the best holiday. Halloween. Happy Halloween, you guys. Belated. We did forget to dress up on the last episode. We did because we carried it to the next episode when it was already past Halloween. That's not true. I dressed up as a clown. I'm a service advisor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were a punching bag. Yeah, that's too. <laughs> it's the same same costume. Mm-hmm. Yep. So my name is Jake and I'm a service advisor. Hi. And kind of a assistant service director. 
And I'm also a bad friend, and I'd like to formally apologize to Eric for not informing him of my decision. Mm. That uh, right. uh, I have two things to be bitter about today. Well, I'm coming <laughs> forward, and it was a coming lapse well. on lapse on my judgment. But thank you for doing that for me, though. I do appreciate it. What are you talking about? Him showing me a possibility of a new venture, and just unfortunately it wasn't the right time. You better not switch teams. What? Oh. No. (laughs) (laughs) A girl can dream. (laughs) So, but uh, to my left is Mike S. (laughs) E-R-A. Yes, hi. My name is Mike Sarah. This is Customer States Podcast. Uh, I'm the senior master technician, shop former. I'm just reiterating again. Okay, just in case. Yeah, uh, uh, and uh, senior master technician, shop foreman, and transmission technician. And to my left is the incredible Eric Montenegro. Yeah, Don't forget ferocious. Ooh, ferocious. Yes. The ferocious. That is mine and only mine. I oh, get sorry. to call him ferocious. The <laughs> Madam Montenegro is what I get to call him. Yes, and this is Customer States Podcast where we talk about anything. I'm sorry, what podcast is this? Can someone tell me? <laughs> Heavy line technician. Uh, Almost five years. For what? Fjord. For what? Fjord. Fjord. For what? Oh, by the way, you know how we've been talking about trying to get a segment or, you know, like specific yes. things we do every you single week? You mean like week? just a little bit of structure? <laughs> <laughs> well, how we always seem to get Allie to say, okay, I'm done. I'm leaving the podcast. Yeah. That's a new segment. Whoever gets her to say that every week oh, wins geez. that week. Start. <laughs> Points to Gryffindor. <laughs> Another Harry Potter reference. Imagine that. Oh, man. So, so, so. Well, speaking of knockouts. Oh, me? Or yeah, Eric. We're talking about oh. Iraq. Yes. Also, yes. Um, so I actually, um, <laughs> I actually kind of got knocked out, uh, this week at work. You don't get kind of like, knocked out. Like, yeah. Like, uh, like lights out, lights out sort of thing. What other knocked out do you know of? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe like he got his breath taken away. He just saw someone. She was a, she was a knockout. Yeah. You know, one of those sort of, no, I actually, uh, Boo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a, a flash and then I was on the ground and <laughs> back up again. Um, Did you get struck by lightning? I don't think so. No, Jewish I know. Lightning. I know exactly what happened. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll tell you guys right now. I want to know. So <clears throat> there's a fiesta that we have on a lot and it needs a lot of work. Oh, no, OK. Not a party. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ford Fiesta, not a Ford party. The the vehicle, the small car Ford Fiesta is on the lot. It needs a lot of work. And it's an older one. And it's like 176,000 miles or something like that. It's seen as better days. But the ignition switch and the, uh, the ignition cylinder and the keys are blown out of it. And I can't turn the you know ignition on to roll the windows up. <laughs> Nobody likes a blown out cylinder. No. So, yeah, for sure. Need so, surgery. So I'm trying to, you know, push the vehicle into an area where I can like put a tarp over it so it's kind of protected in between a couple vehicles and I don't have to worry about the wind whipping it up and stuff like that. And it's kind of early in the morning and I'm just being, you know, an eager beaver, I guess, which is problem number one. Is that the name of a strip club? Uh, it should be. It, it, if it's not, it should be, yeah, absolutely. 
Um, so I call one of the porters over to like hop in the vehicle, just like steer it this way and steer it that way. So I start pushing it. It's a tiny little fiesta. It does not weigh that much. It's not a big deal. So I'm pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And we're finally getting somewhere. And all of a sudden I like, I, I, I knew that I slipped and then I was on the ground. Like all I saw was like, I, I, I slipped white and then I was on the ground picking myself back up. And, um, I come to find out that not come to find out that's the wrong way to put it, but um, I, I hit my chin on the bumper Ooh, of the car, so the rear your bumper. Jaw, like, yeah, the jaw went right up. back up into the button. And to, to be honest, my jaw is still really sore uh, to this day. And this was earlier in the week, like maybe Monday, I think that this happened. Um, so like, I'm still pretty sore, but um, I took care of myself. I, like, I'm okay. I've, I've been knocked Dude. out worse than that. So like, I, I, it, it, I realized it like uh, hours after the fact that like, I might've been like momentarily unconscious, but you know, no matter what, I think it's still a very funny story because, like, the porter was like really worried about me. He's so like, someone did see you. Yeah, see the, this the, happen. yeah, yeah. The porter was in the car, and he's like, okay. you know, the I'll, like I'm getting up off the ground, and I see the car start to roll back, and I like I tell him like, oh, stop, 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 and he, like get you know stops and like gets out. He's like, yeah, I was already stopping. I heard that. What was that? I'm like, oh, I just slipped and fell. He's like, nah, dude, you just, <laughs> you just like fell like straight down on the car. But yeah, I, I totally slipped in like a little patch of oil that was mm-hmm. on the ground from that was leaking underneath the car. And, um, you know, it just goes to show you, like, use the proper equipment, wear the proper footwear. You need because to wear a helmet never now. Know, well, I, no, I, I need a, like a, a full <laughs> face mask now. Like a motorcycle helmet. Yeah, I, like I don't get made fun of enough at work already. <laughs> he's he's extra special. But yeah, it was uh, it was very funny because now that's like the thing that's going around is like Mike got knocked out at work. Did you have to change the sign from a hundred days to <laughs> zero, zero days, days from last accident? <laughs> no, I didn't really tell anybody about it. <laughs> Which is the that porter did proper that thing porter to do. told everyone. Well, you know, like they they saw me like walking around like you know rubbing my jaw like you know what's so going on i was like to be oh, i'm fine i'm fine and i yes we we made some of those jokes and that's what passed the time but yeah uh it was a very interesting experience i think that's like the first time that that's ever happened that specific thing has happened to me at work are you okay are you just a little sore jaw he what? said he said he was okay well i'm just i'm just showing how much i care Lucky you didn't bite your tongue off. We care a lot. Oh, oh, and by the way, the first thing that I noticed was that I did bite my tongue like super hard. Um, I was like spitting blood out, and I was like, "The, the porter's like, are, are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I just like bit my tongue." He's like, "Not." Nah, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think, think it's it a little more. Than more that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think the tip of my tongue is fine now. The tip of my tongue. The uh, teeth and the lips. Yeah, I, I think it's okay right now. But I had like a big, big, big scab on the tip of my tongue. It was, it was. Oh, I've never crazy. had a scab. In my mouth. So, you know, like when you're, when you have a canker sore in your mouth and like you, like everywhere that you put your tongue or whatever you, you keep, you, uh, you, you keep tonguing it. It felt like everywhere I put my tongue, there was a popcorn kernel in my mouth because oh, it was weird. the scab on the top of it. <laughs> like I didn't eat popcorn for a while. So <laughs> but, yeah. I'm Holly and I'm 13 years old. <laughs> you can actually have pretty bad seizures doing that. Getting Eating popcorn? Out, getting knocked out and biting your tongue off. Oh, or oh, biting well, you could down. Also bleed out if you bite your tongue, or just like, biting on your enough. tongue hard enough. Yeah. Well, had I planned ahead to wear a mouth guard or something like that, I would have known. That would be such a pain in the ass to wear a mouth guard Wait, while you're working. So next time, next guard, time, you, you go <laughs> to your push mouth. Hang, hang mouth. on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I need to put put in my mouth guard real quick. <laughs> but yeah, like legit, my jaw still hurts, and it's like you know four or five days later. So. 
Um, I like to do that. But speaking of uh, injuries at work. Pedestrians getting run over by customers. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. That's a thing. Yes. Um, we had a customer. Uh, it was either this week or last week. I don't know. But I only heard about it this week. Apparently, the customer... I don't know why the customer was irate, but they were very upset for whatever reason. And they got in their car and they were leaving the dealership very angrily, if you can imagine. Mm. They sped off. Yes. I've never so, seen that before. It's a, um, it's a little bit of a waste to the main drive to the street from the service drive. You know, they have it's to a big go around and come down and go back out. And apparently... They were so angry and not paying attention that when they got to the light at the intersection where the driveway goes onto the main road, they didn't see the person that was walking across the crosswalk in front of them and they hit the pedestrian. Is the pedestrian okay? The pedestrian's fine. Man, nothing is fucked here. Nothing is fucked! And, uh, yeah. What? They, cops were called and everything. Of course. And, yeah, it was a big deal. Speaking of your... Oh, my end God. Of, uh, or... End of your guys' lot, uh, right where the street meets the, uh, or driveway meets the street at the end, there were the two driveways, the one in, one yeah. out, and you've got the brick in the center. When I was... Like a median? When yes. I was leaving your dealership two weeks ago, last week, whatever, yeah. um, did you happen to see the Nightmare Before Christmas float that drove by? No. Did you see that? No. <laughs> yeah, it was... Eric loves Nightmare Before Christmas. Did yeah. you take a picture? No, no, because there were a bunch of fucking cops blocking everything. I didn't want one of them to go, oh, there's a free ticket. That's true. So, That's a good job. But it was a, it was a cop-led like convoy, and it was Sally and Jack inside of the sleigh being pulled by Zero, and Oogie Boogie was on the back. That's, oh, that's dope. Awesome. That's so dope. Bummed you didn't get a picture. And it was all lit up and playing music and shit. What the was, heck? Was that on... Board? No, mean, it was an uh, <laughs> it you was, guys are ridiculous. It was an Oxnard. Let me make my notes so we can cut that out. <laughs> well, Anyways, you can't let the people know. You need to calm the fuck down and stay in your lane. I do. <sighs> Wasn't talking to you. So, some people just can't fucking stay in their lane. Yes. They gotta stick their nose in other people's business. And, quite frankly... Is frustrating. So there was some drama that happened. I won't go into it too deeply, but basically, I don't know how deeply should I go into this? As deep as you want. Just no names. I appreciate the consent for that. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, you got this. A little while ago, there was an incident. A couple days. Where it, it was like a week or two ago. What? Yes. There's okay. there's a pre-story to this. Hey. So it was found that employees were tattling on other employees for not doing their job when they were clocked in snitches because they had access to view everybody's punch time on the electronic time clock. Some people had access to this. Some people did not. I was a person who did not have access to that, which is fine because really only managers should have access to something like that. Payroll, etc. Here, here. Right? Right? Well, one employee took it upon themselves to it really like changed the power dynamic within this group of employees. And there was a situation 
where it was brought up to two people to call them out for something that they did by the one employee that has access that to see all these people's times clock. That's not a manager. And it, the shit went down. It was like, there was yelling, there was customers possibly in earshot of it. It was a thing. I was doing some mediation. It was a big, big deal. Fast forward to Huge. this week. Huge. 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 Do not come. Huge. <laughs> That's it. If you haven't listened to most Hashtag of the episodes. <laughs> so finally, uh, someone had mentioned something that they, that made them feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. that that person having that access made them feel uncomfortable. And that they were going to notify one of the upper management. Well, it just so happened that a member of upper management was coming upstairs when they heard that. And so they're like, oh, tell me what. So it was brought to light to upper management that this one employee had access to the time clocks. And that it made them uncomfortable. So today, (laughs) there was (laughs) a lot of cold shoulders happening Mm -hmm. um, because the access did get taken away. And because that access got taken away, further tattling ensued because of retaliation. And everybody just needs to mind their own fucking business. Stay just in mind your, lane. your own business, you guys. We are adult humans. We can do this. You only have to see each other for eight hours a day. Eight hours a day. That's it. That's it. Let's just try and be nice to each other. Yeah, you guys should be able to make it work, right? I mean, it's we all have to do this for the greater good of ourselves because if one person doesn't get along with the other person, it makes the whole you know operation slower and less efficient so and so as consequence to this people aren't talking to each other to the extent of i need to get my it's fine if you don't want to be friends with someone but if it's hindering the ability to do your job that's a problem that's a major problem major problem yeah which needs to be addressed immediately again you know there's 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 separations between like a professional relationship and a, a regular normal friendship, but you still have to be able to figure out how to make it work at work time because work comes first. And I wish I could be more candid about this because I'm so upset and so frustrated I can see and it in so your face disappointed. Right now. I can see it in your face for those people that can't watch right now. But I can't because I can't. But you guys, just stay, hey, just, just do your fucking job and just that. And that's it. Thank do you. your job. PSA from Customer States. Do your fucking job. <laughs> do your job. Your job. Yup. Um, what about that Ford GT though? The Ford Get. What's going on with that? So, uh, I, I think I, I don't think <clears throat> I go on Git. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we were able to brush on this last week. Did we talk about the uh, previous owner's uh, GT? Briefly. Like, yeah. 
It was, more, it was more than briefly. Was it, it was yeah, a full-length story. Yeah, oh, okay. it was like a full segment. So there's an update to that. What happened? What's up? I finally found that shop to align the vehicle. Oh. I don't know if we had gotten to that point. Yes, we, yes we totally did. Okay, well. How many times do you listen to this while you edit it? Oh, like five <laughs> oh. before it comes out. <laughs> oh. I'm not trying to be spicy. You're I spicy. Have of, I have a lot of other stuff going on. <laughs> spicy That's meets fine. the ball. I can't commit this to memory because it's, you know, recorded. So I don't <laughs> Balls. remember it. Um, also, so uh, finally find that shop that's gonna, uh, going to help me align it. And help me remember this. The reason we need, you needed like an alignment like machine that would work because this vehicle is so low profile that you couldn't like put it on the normal alignment rack yeah the ford gt is named the original one was named the gt40 because the roof height was 40 inches off the ground this new newer ford gt the 2005 to 2008 uh gt is actually 42 inches roof height which is extremely low if you can imagine that i don't know what that is in the metric system i'm sorry guys um, but so Google as you can, as you can imagine, the belly pan of the vehicle is extremely low. It's like a lowered vehicle and our, you mean the noise dampening pan <laughs> and our brand new alignment rack but, in the shop is it, we bought it to service bigger vehicles because the majority of our new modern Ford vehicles are like big trucks and stuff like that. And, you know, SUVs, but we don't really have those vehicles coming anymore. So I called around to a couple different shops in our area and I found a shop that was willing to help us out and um, get it over there. And with a, you know, series of blocks of wood. It was your friend. It was my friend. Series of blocks of wood, we got it on the alignment rack. And when we got it on the alignment rack and got the targets on it and did the rolling compensation, all that kind of stuff, we found out that yes, of course, as we thought, everything on the right side of the car was really messed up because that's where the rock was hit. So the interesting thing was, was that the right rear was the worst of the alignment spec. It was towed in like two degrees or something like that. Really bad. And I looked at this car briefly, but again, because I didn't actually put it up in the air and I didn't, I didn't actually physically service the wheels and tires on it. I didn't take the belly pans off of it. I didn't really look at the thing. I, I did a quick inspection on it. It didn't look like anything had been really damaged and it was just like, you know, a little nick out of the wheel. Well, we get it up in the air on, on the lift finally and, you know, get the targets on, do the rolling compensation, all that kind of stuff, right? The, the, the rear toe is off. I look at it. The tie rod in the right rear looks like almost like a horseshoe. It's like really, really bent. But you have to drop. Is it supposed to be straight? It's supposed to be straight. Dang. You have to drop all of like Sorry, the, the I paneling. have to ask questions. I don't know. It, no, no, that's fine. A lot of other people aren't going to know either. So that's, thank you for the clarification. But you have to drop all of the paneling and stuff to even see it. And even with that stuff, it's still like craning your head into a specific area to see where it's bent at. So um, it was just, you know, it's it's a little wild to think that, a, you know, a minor damage that looks like that on the car, you know, oh, it's just a wheel. But yet on that fancy little race car thing, it caused so much damage wow. that that one component is like five hundred and thirty seven dollars. How much is it going to cost to ultimately to fix this issue? Part of the problem is, is the tires, which we talked about last time. However, I believe that the total in parts for this vehicle at a extreme discounted rate would be. Mm, oh man, I don't even know. 
this is this is going to be well over ten thousand dollars like ten fifteen thousand dollars worth wow. of repairs yeah uh maybe maybe not 15 that's going to be like under yeah under under eight thousand dollars i would believe that's crazy especially if, if you were talking about like full pop but you know just just to think that the two wheels alone that he needed were well over like three thousand dollars um, not to mention the four tires that he needed, which are also fancy, like almost racing tires of enormous sizes. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a lot. Tires of unusual sizes. Unusual sizes. Tusses. <laughs> Tusses. Tusses. The other thing too is that people, people charge a lot of money. Like we charge the customer an hour per wheel to mount and balance the tires because they're very fancy, they're very large, very small sidewall. Like fair. It's very fair, but uh, it's an expensive repair. I mean, again, it's the same phrase. You got to pay to play. Yeah. So, you know, you have an expensive car, you're not going to get a $49 oil change. It, I'm sorry. You, you know. It's like all the people when we were kids who are like, oh, I'm going to get like a used Mercedes or whatever. But then when it, when it gets fucked up, you have to pay so much money to get it fixed. Yep. Yep. Like you, you have to think about these things. Well, he, this person doesn't need to think about it. it they're fine. <laughs> well, that's, that's why it floors me when people have their Mazdas and something goes wrong. They're like, oh my God, it's so expensive. I'm like, oh, go to fucking Range Rover, Lexus, Mercedes, Porsche. Take your pick. You think this is fucking expensive? It's just hard to go. Like, we've talked about this before. Like, a customer is almost always on the defensive already as soon as they come into the car dealership. They're like, I know I'm going to get screwed i know i'm gonna have to spend a lot of money that's that and and unfortunately that's a popular opinion amongst the customers it shouldn't be like that like you know we're not i mean it's clearly that way for a reason people have had bad experiences i mean how many customers do we have because they had bad experiences somewhere else that is also a lot of their perception we we they they wanted to have an oil change on their car and we couldn't give them a loaner for the day because they could could have waited for it because they lived down the street and then we get a one star Yelp review. Oh, online. speaking of, I mean, you know, it's it's customer perception is is their reality, right? I mean, that's like one of the common themes. Sure. So, I mean, again, that has nothing to do with the service department. You could have waited forty five minutes or an hour and a half or whatever it takes for your dealership to have the oil change done, and that customer would have been fine. Or they could have walked home, or we could have given them the shuttle, or we could have given a coupon to the McDonald's across the street, or whatever, you know. But instead, because we couldn't give them a loaner for the day because they're only there for an oil change, and they live down the street, and we offered them all these other things, and they said no, they want a car, and they did the service anyway. But then when they get the survey, they're like, well, they didn't provide me with the loaner, so it's one star. You know, how is that our fault? You know, it's not feasible. It's like at one point, I don't know if you guys still get graded on this, but part of the customer survey that affected the service writers was um, like what like value value for cost of service value for cost of service. Like, like they, I control that. They don't control how much it costs. But also the customer has no idea what the value is unless they shop around. Yeah. So again, I brought that example up in another it's, episode. That question is purely perception. That's purely perception. You you can't base things off of ifs and uh, you know ifs and and perceptions and stuff like that. That's horrible. If ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all shit out a payday. <laughs> Hashtag sell the bell. So, but speaking of loners, <clears throat> so my favorite type of customer, 
Oh, uh, let it of, no, be known that Jake is rubbing his yeah, eyes. One of, and we we all know what that expression means. One of my favorite customers <clears throat> is the number one come late in the afternoon just for an oil change and tire rotation. And they want a loaner with it. And we will never give it on a whim. They have to somehow sneak their way in through either the online scheduler, which we have now turned off for the loaner capability. You can't get a loaner online anymore. You got to call us. It's our decision. Finally, after years. It should be that way, though, but, especially in the current market. But this customer was able to sneak in before we turned off that feature. So it was a 2.30 appointment for just an oil change. The dude had 9,000 miles on his car, and he wanted a loaner. So since it was online and was set, we have to give him one. The car gets done, like Mike said, it was like 50, 55 minutes. Real simple. Here's your inspection. Here's your wash. Shit's done. Come get your car. So we call the guy and we're all like, car's done and time for you to come back. And he goes, well, I probably won't be able to pick up the car until Monday. And we're like, so you get nothing. <laughs> we're like, no, that's not going to work. It's like, it's one day. It okay, then on we're going to charge you for the additional day of rental and for storing your vehicle. So, as I was saying, um, in, I'm talking. In the agreement, it says one day, unless otherwise stated, we get to set the return date. 98% of the time, it's a one day ordeal, unless whatever recall or whatever stupid. Stupid bullshit. Parts. So we go, sorry, it's not going to work. We got a nationwide fucking recall right now. We need the loan cars, and they're for people who we have to give them. And he goes, well, I'm not sure if I'll be able to make that work. And that's where, because he was being shitty, we decided to get shitty. It's like, okay, <laughs> we totally get it. If you keep it till Monday, every single day it's not on our lot is $125 a day. He goes, I will be there tomorrow morning at 730 when you open. What a fucking surprise. You can move your fucking life around now that you're looking at a fucking $400 charge. Your choice. I mean, Jesus. that's fair. It's I, extremely it's fair. fair. Absolutely. I mean, I mean if you, you do down, that to a rental, yeah, exactly. You go down to Just Hertz, like you were going to say. You go down to Hertz right now for that size vehicle he was in, a CX-5, fully loaded. It would have been at least $120 a day. At least so I, I had a customer telling me that, um, you know, he, he had some fancy Lincoln aviator and, um, he wanted a, a um, Lincoln, you say, yeah. And, um, he's got a legitimate tra uh, transmission problem. And I told him that, you know, unfortunately due to the workload that we currently already have in the department, it's going to be, you know, probably until maybe Wednesday of next week that I'm going to actually be able to get it on my rack and like, start taking a look at it. He's like, well, what happens if I bring it back, you know, on like Tuesday? I'm like, well, you bring it back on Tuesday, then you're going to be put to the back of the pile again because the vehicle's not currently here in back that, of the line yeah in, in that you know in that situation maybe you know in that it was like thursday that i talked to customers like what happens if you left the vehicle on thursday and on friday i had a chance to diagnose it and figure out what's going on and get parts ordered and stuff like that but now that you bring it you know if you take it from me there's going to be all those other people and all those other appointments that come before you I, I i can't put you back before them well i was already here i know but the vehicle's not here the vehicle has to be here that's like part of the thing i need to have the vehicle here and it's just hard to like tell people again 
you know, yeah, it's going to be a few days until I get to the, to look at the thing. But then once we actually figure out what's going on with it, it's going to be, you know, two weeks, three weeks, three months until we get parts for it. How, how do you explain it to the customer and then tell them that you can't have a loaner? Because some guy like Jake's customer is trying to get a loaner for an oil change and doesn't want to bring it back until Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely ridiculous. Well, I think we just had a situation too where someone like brought the car back with very, very little amount of gas. That happens all the time. Where's a 1099 per gallon charge? Yep, I was going to bring that up. I, like, Wait, what? Was, I'm sorry, hold on. 1099 mm-hmm. a per- gallon? Mm hmm. If you bring it for each gallon, that's of under what, what it you yeah. received it. Yeah. People but. started. People started to get shitty. So it's fine. Eleven dollars per gallon, or else you bring it back at whatever cost it is right now. Gas we, is kind we, of we expensive. Charge more. I don't know if you know this, guys. We, we charge more, but I don't know if it's quite that much. But I, I'd have to check. So do the rental agencies. I've seen it thirty dollars per gallon. Well, it's the inconvenience charge on top of it. It's not just the price of the fuel. Yeah. Somebody's got to go out there and get the fuel. It's yeah. not like we have fuel lots on. People you know, still forget oh. fuel tanks on the lot. People do. still forget to bring it back with gas. But you know, live and learn. It's in the agreement. You sign it. Did Sorry. you know that? What that we have a tank on our lot. Yeah, but it's not. It's not used. Yes, it is. Yes, it's filled every single week. No way. I I, I knew about it, and I think we talked about this before. But I I thought that. I, no, 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 like we have to pay the EPA and all of that stuff to have the in-ground tank and the samples and all that stuff. Yep. So it's current and everything? I, yep. Like, yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And operational. Yep. Good for you guys. Can I go fill up? Oh, by the way, I saw him. Locked I saw up. him outside uh, filming today. Oh, yep. Jacob. Yep. I saw him filming outside today. Yes. Yeah, we did commercials today. It yes. was so inconvenient. And for some reason, it was service department's thing that they had to move all the cars around and like sales is just sitting in there not selling cars. I, I, I saw him out there getting framed up for a shot and I almost went by and was like blaring the horn because I was oh, like right sure? there. No, 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 no. Because like I, I know he would been like. He would have. <laughs> yeah. I, Don't do that. That's bad. No. And he's, you know, he's trying to get. That's not funny. He's trying to put his you know smiley face on for the commercial. I he's just, good. He's know. so good at that. Hey. We're talking about the owner of the dealership. Um, Yes. You know who else always has a smile on their face? Huh? Our sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) You know who else has monkeys fly out their butt? Our sponsors? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I pushed the wrong button. (laughs) Did you mean to press the sound button and you hit the monkeys Um, one? I meant to press the key key jingle button. How about now? Wow. It works now. So what was that about our sponsors and how much we love them? We love them so much. We appreciate them. They are amazing. I might should I keep saying things until you say the thing. <laughs> I'd love them more if they gave us more money. <laughs> Nick. We, <laughs> no, we appreciate you. That's what we appreciate about you. We'd like to thank Travis Ferris from Hit Distributing, supplying Justice Brothers products. Nick Lowridge from Matco Tools, supplying us with Matco Tools and, <laughs> and Milwaukee products. And oh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah. Milwaukee. Ray, Ray, Ray Moon? Yeah. Ray Moon. Yeah. Ray Moon? Ray did Moon. we say Ray Moon? No, we didn't. Okay. You, you did now. For Queen Guac. <laughs> For the Queen Guac. Queen Guac. Who else? Everyone else that we didn't mention. You, our listeners. You know who you are. <gasps> Thank you. We'll be back. Mike, what are you eating? That looks amazing.
Oh, this? It's just a delicious El Snore burrito from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Is that nacho cheese sauce and hot Cheetos? Nacho cheese, hot Cheetos, and their mouth-watering carne asada. And I'm dipping it in their creamy guac. Creamy guac? Oh. Yum! Giggity. I guess this is a great time to remind everyone that if they're ever in the Inland Empire area, visit Ray at El Ranchito Taco Shop. Yeah, totally. Check them out on Facebook.com forward slash Ranchito Elsinore. Or on their Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. Now I want me some Elsinore burrito and some of that creamy guac. Giggity. (laughs) I can always give you some of my creamy guac, Jake. Just ask. El Ranchito Taco Shop, Lake Elsinore. More than just great Mexican food. Seriously? Oh, yes. Should I sing the rest since we're going <laughs> to encroach upon the not legal amount of this song? I think we're okay. You know the rules, and so do I. Hey, Mike. Yeah. You know what I think about this podcast? What do you think? Never gonna let you down. Never gonna turn around. And hurt you. Oh, you scared me. It's just the hashtag syllabell. It's just the hashtag syllabell, Koa. Don't worry. Boo. Don't I'm worry. I'm getting the biggest hug from her right now, you guys. Do it. Do it. Do it. Let her rip. Send it. This is Customer State's podcast again. Thank nope. you for joining us, and thank you to all of our sponsors. Nope. And, uh, well, thank you to Jake and nope. Allie and nope. Eric nope. and Koa. Nope. Um, I'm happy to be here. I am, too. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> so uh for for those of you that don't know um by the time this episode will come out um we had done some somewhat of a prank post um and what had happened was what had happened was so the whole story behind this phone number if anybody knows what i'm talking about abe froman is that it's extremely close. The sausage king of Chicago. Yes, yes. Uh, it's extremely close to the IT number for our corporation. And my trainee, Andrew, had to call IT if, IT for some reason. So I wrote the number down on a sticky note and handed it to him. And of course, because nobody can read my writing, he misdialed the number by one digit. And Wait, I have a question. Yes. What color crayon did you write the number in? Jesus. <laughs> Ford blue. <laughs> but so he he hands me the phone and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And I'm like, what happened? He's like, dude, I, I called the number and it's like this thing. I'm like, there's there's got to be like a problem with the you know phones or whatever. But he showed me the number and it was one number off of like what it should have been. I was like, oh, Dude, you just like found a secret phone hack. <laughs> right. Did you know that even exists? I, I, at the time, I did not know that had existed, but I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So I started texting people saying like, oh, hey, um, some guy named Rick from our company called <laughs> and he needs to talk to you. I think it's like about like open enrollment or like, you know, some employee related thing. Like, it's almost know, that time. Yeah. Well, it is that time for us. It's like, you know, no big deal. Um, just give him a call like real quick. And if you say real quick, 
then that implies like right now. And so you send them this number and they call and, you know, you hear the Rick Astley song, <laughs> never going to give you up. Is that all it is when you it's call? It's a super long loop. <laughs> so, so I sent this to like, like, like seven people at immediately that I thought would like understand the joke. And it slowly started coming back like, LOL, you dick. Or like, oh my God, I fell for it. And then finally I got some guy that called me. And he's like, hey, I've been on the phone for like 15 minutes and just like keeps ringing. Like, what should I do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, for it has a really weird ring back tone. I'm like, you're not Circa familiar. 2007. You're not familiar with the term like Rick Roll or the, the, that sensation that happened in the you know uh, early 2000s or whenever that was. There's a very popular song that has that in it right now. What? It's on the top 10. Being Rick Roll? Yeah, it has the Rick Astley song in it. I don't listen to popular music. <clears throat> he's a very talented artist. Who? And he's kind of attractive. Who? The Weeknd? I don't, I don't remember know his who name. It is. The only new person I know. Who, who are we talking about? He's not even that new anymore, babes. Um, who are we talking about? We're, that one song that has the Rick Astley song in it. It's very popular right now. It is? Yes. Oh, okay. Eric's about to play it. So I got like I got like more than half the technicians at the dealership with that. His prank. name's Young Gravy. Young Gravy. <laughs> Nobody likes old gravy. Oh gravy. God. Good gravy. So I got like baby gravy. I, <laughs> I got like most of the technicians at the dealership. And then I got like one of the parts guys. Um, then I got like our receptionist. I got our warranty <laughs> administrator. Hey. Um, Oh, oh, he sampled, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Get money. He's kind of cute. Now that's what I call music. 2013. No. I'm not referring to the year. I'm referring to the amount of additions of that that are out. So I also managed to get my service manager and my general sales manager with the same phone number prank thing. Oh my gosh. And I've subsequently saved the number in my phone as like Rick Roll. So that way, like if I ever want to hand the number <laughs> out, I can just be like, oh, let me oh, pull this up real quick. Wait, is this like a legit no, like, is it, is it like an 888 number or something? So, so you don't understand. It's an area code 541 number, which is an actual phone number. So Wait, this would be perfect to give to people if they ask me for my number, but I don't want to be rude. That's the, that's the whole point of this. Yeah. So I made a social media post on our, all of our social number? media. You have to look at the social media post okay. to find out. Okay. I'm not going to announce it on the, on the podcast. I call, called a semi-joke number you recently. I called a joke number recently for Pink. For her, she released a video in which she vicious was vicious bitches chipses. Yeah, for vicious bitches chipses. Right. And what the the flavor is spicy as fuck. Indeed. And there's a there's a number on there. I entered to get a bag of vicious bitches chipses. Well, I mean, if it's free. Well, it's it's not free because I gave them all my numbers and emails. Oh, you're and everything. gonna get spammed forever. Well, but also you can like um, I also pre pre ordered some things. What? what? You pre ordered what? Any album? You did. I did. Huh. 
You didn't tell me about that. All you did was say, tell me to call the number. Well, you didn't. But you didn't tell me anything else with it. But because if you, you didn't call, call number, yeah. I would have you, called had you told me though. Well, why didn't you just call? Why did you have to wait for me to? Well, what the fuck am I? See, gonna, that's I'm the like, reason why these though. jokes don't work like, is because nobody does what they're told. I did it. Because <clears throat> I'm like, they're like, hey, do this thing, and I'm like, okay. Did what? It's the, like you know the thing. No, you do, it's important you do this right now. <laughs> Get certified, you know. Oh. oh. Okay, so. This smells so good. I know. Whatever Kevin is cooking is like unbelievable right now. What is that, Kevin? Is that just hot dogs and onions? What are you doing? Oh, he's got a camera on the... Wait, is that are a making camera? Cooking That's a videos? camera. He's recording us. <laughs> he's recording us as we're recording him. I just got it. And I'm just testing it. What? Uh, what? I see it so I can see when you guys are done so I can come down to cook. Really catch it. No, it's fine. <laughs> and, uh, what type of camera? Who's the company? Oh, it's oh, it's Nicobe. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, but what are you making? Oh, really? That's all it is. I smell the onions. Mm, it smells yeah, good. It's, it smells delicious. good. So, we've got a new tech, and we have talked about him. His name is Hyojin, and um, he's Hyojin. <laughs> Hyojin. Um, he's actually, oh, Eugene. Hyojin. Hyojin. He's actually pretty damn talented i will i will give the guy that he came in saying you know not afraid to do this know how to do this and all this and like okay you know whether or not you know talk is cheap and you know it you know actual work proves it and he definitely proved it um of course all the other texts with having a new one and you know him Introducing himself and saying, you know, I've got experience, I've done this, I can do heavy line, I can That's do electrical, that whole nine yards. And while he was doing what he needed from the time he's been working for us up to all of his certification and his training and his classes and his Zoom meetings and all that crap, you know, he can't do warranty yet. So, you know, he's just tickets that have no upfront warranty on them. And of course, the rest of the shop is salty because of course, all of Oh, it's only gravy for him. When is he going to this and that and blah, blah, blah. And it's, we they're t- not wrong. And we, I mean, you are correct. If he wasn't doing everything that he was already supposed to, to get certified, he's working. And that's the yeah, thing. It's like, he's working towards it. as fast as we can get him into classes or what's required. He's doing it. There's no lagging to it. It's just the availability for the classes. So of course, you know, takes gravy, 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 blah, blah, blah. And on, when was the first? Tuesday? Mm-hmm. So Tuesday was his final test. Like, uh, what? Hello? Oh. Uh, was his final test where it's a, it's a class and then a Zoom meeting to be answered questions in person by whoever the hell. And then if you pass, you're certified. If you don't, you're not. So he passed flying colors and showed everything that they asked and everything was good. And then the next day, and this is, and this is, <laughs> and this is where the throne to the wolves part comes, is he came in and he goes, I want everybody to see that now that I'm certified, I'm not afraid to do anything. We're like, okay, good. So we threw him a couple of recalls and he got them done flawlessly. And in half the time as any of our other techs. Mm-hmm. And uh, the 
the first so recall that he got was one of the fuel pump recalls Excuse that's me. going. Bless you. What has gotten Thank into you. you, madame? Technically, what's getting out of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, true. I know what's getting out of him. <clears throat> Gas. Gas. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and when he got the first recall he got was the fuel pump, and it was one of my tickets. And I walked out to him, and I told him, I'm like, it, you know, did he get the right parts charged out? Yes, he did. <laughs> and I told him, I'm like, it's not a difficult recall, <laughs> but <laughs> I reopened a wound for yes. Alex. He yeah. did. Everybody heard of that sigh. <laughs> but the the one thing that I told him to look out for is the little fuel sending unit that's part of the fuel pump mm-hmm. assembly on those is super fragile. And it even says in the bulletin, like if you break this, it's your fault. Like it's not covered. You have to take responsibility for it the dealer has to absorb the damage so shittily made they are brittle af besides sitting in gas just eating away at itself they're really brittle and pretty much every tech in the shop has broken one so far and he looks at me and he goes (laughs) oh i'm not worried about it he's like i used to do this to range rovers and they are way harder than mazdas i'm like okay fuck it so i let him do his thing he gets it done Everything was fine, and we then give him some Diag. That was a short to ground somewhere, and it was in a weird place. He found it very fast. He's like, oh, yeah, I found it. He's like, I've already fixed it. Okay, and then he's finished with all that, does a couple of regular jobs, comes in to talk to the writers. They're all in one day. This is this. Yeah, those two were all in one day. And then he comes. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. He and he does good notes. Real bad. Bad. (laughs) (laughs) He takes good notes. He always puts down the SC and the DC codes. And symptom and damage codes. What? It's the symptom and damage codes. Symptom codes, damage codes. Symptom codes, damage damage codes. Yes. Sorry. You, well, you, you want to play this game? Everything you're doing is <laughs> And then he comes into the office and he goes, so when am I going to get one of those cylinder head jobs? Ooh. Hungry. Mm. You're starving. We're like, okay. We're like, fine. Next one that comes in is yours. And he goes, oh, I've done harder than that. Or I've done, you know, more difficult heavy land work than that. We're like, okay. Uh, he needs to stop bragging. That's... Yeah, he, but maybe thing, he's flexing. But the thing is, is it's... Where, where are you going with those? Uh, that makes me want a hot dog real bad. I want a weenie. That's, that's a plate of hot dogs, oh, everybody, for those of you who can't for, see. Oh, that's not just for you. Hey, okay. Ke- hey Kevin. Nice plate of glizzies. Ew, I hate that word. I don't know why that's a thing now. Glizzies? I've never heard that. Glizzies, heard that yeah. That Hot dogs funny. are glizzies, but also it I sounds yucky. I don't know where it came from. The thing is, though, is he's got a demeanor about him where it does not come across as showboaty. I like him. He's very laid back, and when he goes, it's not like, oh, I'm, I'm ready for a cylinder head. He goes... Whenever you guys want, I'm ready to do a cylinder head for you. It's another couple of the dealership because he is, is our a, parts lady's husband. Yeah. Shout out to Tanya. We talked about them before. Tanya was being a bitch to me. <gasps> Tanya always calls Jake a brat. She's like, well, she's what not did the far brat off. do? The first thing I walked in this morning and she goes, where's my coffee? 
I'm like, I, I didn't bring you one this morning. She goes, get the fuck out of my parts office. <laughs> but, Jake, but Jake, what did you give her later in the day? Her coffee that she wanted. And mm. he got me a coffee because my favorite Starbucks chestnut holiday praline. item is chestnut praline. <sighs> so good. It's the superior pumpkin the... spice can suck a you know what. Well, hold on. First off, watch your mouth. for that kind I don't of talk. like it. I don't give a flying fuck. Watch your mouth around me. Secondly, I'm gonna break the, your finger off. Secondly, the sugar cookie Kiss one it. is absolutely delicious. Sugar the cookie, the sugar cookie. One. Oh, I haven't What's tried it. Sugar cookie latte. I didn't, I didn't see that on the menu is today. Is it weird so that when you put your finger in my face like that, the, my first reaction was to open my to mouth? Bite it. No, to like. Do <laughs> okay. you want to deep throat my finger? Uh, everyone does that. Yeah, I, I'll have to look because <laughs> I saw that they had the. Caramel brulee, I like the that chestnut one praline, but I didn't see sugar cookie. Yes, I had it this morning. It was excellent. oh, when I picked up my drinks. <gasps> oh, but you guys, but you guys, Jake wrote on my lid of my cup. I love you. That's super. And cute then his and nickname that I call him. It's kind of gay. What do you call him? <laughs> sugar. Go dick. on. No. Um, trouble. Yeah, trouble. She calls me trouble. Because from the moment I met him, I knew he was going to be trouble. Trouble. <laughs> trouble. Trouble, trouble, When trouble. I picked up my drinks today, Eric, I said that uh, Eric Montenegro says hi, and two of the girls working there knew who I was talking about. Oh, I love it. That's very sweet. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. Oh, yeah, sugar cookie almond milk latte. Yeah. Do you I get it with regular milk morning. or nut milk? Sugar cookie almond no, milk but she, No, but she's asking, do you get it that way or ask for regular milk? I'm lactose intolerant, bitch. You're you my are? best friend and you don't know I'm fucking You lactose. ate ice cream the other day. And fuck so you. much cheese. And took pills right before. Oh, I didn't. I didn't fuck know. you all. I, don't I just assumed I, you were a drug addict. No. I don't think you've ever told me you were lactose intolerant. I'm lactose intolerant. I will never mm. forget that from this point moving forward. Mm. Neither will our listeners. I tolerate the lactose just fine. I'm a I'm semi lactose intolerant. If I have ice cream, I pay for it. For for what it's I worth, eat Eric. All I knew the jism, that. though. Huh? I eat all the jism. Though. <laughs> That's organic nut milk. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Good. Oh god. I don't know where to go. Casualty. Lightning. Finish him. Finish oh, I don't know if I want to talk about this. Why? No, you should. You should. Oh, you could talk at it about it like in. Oh, no, I Generals. just am like, <laughs> It's because you already told me about it. No, it's not that. <clears throat> so, Save it for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my my apprentice had a bit of an accident this week. He go pee-pee. He backed into an F-150 Lightning. Mm. And it was an accident. It was... Man, nothing is fucked Obviously, here. it wasn't intentional um, or negligence. He just wasn't watching me in his mirror like he was supposed to when he was backing up. Given, like, hand signals and, or whatever. Um, and I was calling out to him, too. And he just... <laughs> so, I'm trying to help guide him into our bay by backing him mm-hmm. up. And I'm very good at giving direction on telling people when to cut the wheel and they always freak out they think they're going to hit something i'm like just trust me trust me cut the wheel come forward i'm standing right Step here on the gas pedal <laughs> move and they're just inching i'm like fuck anyway so i'm helping him guide him it's a very big truck it's an F550 and um it's one of those where you have to overshoot the bay 
and then back up mm-hmm. and then pull forward into the bay. But there was already two cars in the bays behind us. And one of them was an, a brand new F-150 Lightning on the lift. And um, he was backing up and I had him stop. And when he cut the wheel to the right to pull forward, the tail end started swinging out because of the length of the truck beyond the rear wheels is so much longer. When you cut the wheel like that, the left, mm-hmm. the rear of the truck starts to cut over. Mm-hmm. Normal cars, it won't do that. You'll clear it just fine. So I yelled at him to stop and he kept going and I said, stop, 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 stop. It was very fun. And mind you, we're inside of a shop, a concrete shop. It's that echoing. It goes yeah. through the yeah. entire inside goddamn building. shop. Yeah. And mind you, he's still going and scraping and I'm yelling stop and he finally fucking stops. <laughs> Oh God! So I guide him to back up off of it, and we end up getting him into the bay, and um, and I go and I assess the damage, and it was just a light scrape. It was just a surface scratch, just a flesh wound, but a flesh wound. Um, not even that. It was just a surface scratch that could be mm-hmm. taken out with rubbing compound. No way. And um, and uh, the tech who. Wasn't working on the truck at the time. He was working next to the truck in the bay over servicing the battery pack. Um, after I called the service advisor to come over and look at the truck, so that made her aware of the damage so that she could take care of it. You know, I'm like, it just needs to go to detail. This will come out. Um, I didn't want any surprises or anyone talking shit. And, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, just, I'm the first person to fess up. I have no problem fessing up when I fuck up. Yep. Not a problem. Um, and my my apprentice had come over and two service advisors, including the one who was, uh, who, it was her customer's vehicle. And the tech that who was working on the truck came over and he starts getting upset with my apprentice and he starts barking at him. And um, almost getting in his face, really. And I'm like, whoa, 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 you need to calm down. Like, it's, it was an accident. It wasn't intentional. It wasn't, mm-hmm. like, negligence. It Shit happens. Well, I could have been under that truck, and that could have killed me, and I I could have died. And he's going on and on about, about what could have potentially happened. I'm like, but you weren't under the truck, and it didn't fall off the rack. It shifted just ever so slightly. It's still in position, in a safe position on the rack, it wasn't even all the way up. It was on like the first locks. And so he's going on and on and he's still arguing. And I'm like, whatever. And he starts to walk away and I t- turn to the service advisors. I'm like, what the fuck? And he heard me and he starts to walk back and he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you heard me. You're making a big deal out of fucking nothing. You need to calm the fuck down. And he just we walked away mumbling under his breath. And, um, he made a big fucking stink about it and he was telling everyone in the goddamn shop and their mom about it who i learned half of the shop was like but you weren't under the truck Uh yeah you know and he's like no that's not the point no that is the fucking point that's the exact point of the the goddamn story but did you die exactly that's exactly what it was he ended up texting the service manager saying i don't feel safe working here anymore (laughs) jesus what the fuck are you high? What the hell is wrong? And I really don't give a fuck because I know some of the technicians listen to this. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if this gets back to him. I really don't. Zero fucks giving. And I'm so fucking petty. I still say good morning with a bright, big smile on my face every day. Good. And I tell him to have a good evening when I leave. I don't give a shit. You're petty as fuck. And I'm the flaming dramatic faggot in the goddamn deal. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Only Eric can say that. Oh, yeah. That's. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it made its way up to the GM. 
The story made its way up to the GM. And really? who confronted me today about it. And what did he say? Mm. They say. I don't know if I can discuss that part. Yeah. That one might be, yeah. yeah we're going to leave that one. Save it, it for after the podcast. Was it a experience or a negative <laughs> experience? It was a very positive experience. I'll leave it at that. Mm. Okay. Good. Very so, good. yeah, all the drama. I'm like, it's. I've been here a goddamn month and here we go. <laughs> no, longer, a little over a month now, a month and a half. And yep. it's like, fuck, man, whatever. I really don't care. I have yeah. a question. I'm not at work to make friends. When you told him to calm down, how did he react? He was, he continued the way he was. He wasn't irate, but he was definitely upset. Okay. See, and, we've established that in previous episodes that if you tell somebody to calm down when they're already upset, that it's not beneficial to the situation. See, but, yeah. but here's the thing that I have a big issue with that, with him freaking out is number one, being a mechanic or a technician technically falls under a high risk job. Number one. So you know what you're getting yourself yeah. into heavy machinery, you know, Tools, you know, high voltage, you know, all of that stuff. It falls under a high risk job. Number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, part of your job is to always be alert. Always be vigilant of your surroundings. Always be one step ahead of anything that is going on around you. So if you are underneath the vehicle, number one, and you're worried about that something is going to happen and you are not aware of your surroundings. This big F-550 has a loud fucking backup alarm echoing through the shop. So even on top of that, so my brain goes to number one, your argument is kind of moot because you should know your surroundings. If you hear that shit and it's like, wow, that's getting really fucking close. Maybe I should look. Or you hear someone yelling, stop, 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 right, stop, stop. Exactly. So it's like to in that situation, my brain goes, maybe you're in the wrong field then if you feel unsafe. Because technically where you work is can be unsafe at any fucking point. It doesn't it doesn't have to be somebody else's not even negligence like in this situation or an accident. If you're working on a car and you're fucking lift, even though that has safety Final catches. Final destination, the, right. the, the lift cable right. breaks. Scary. You know, and you know. lifts have safety catches for these reasons, but weirder shit has happened. If a lift fails and the safety catches fail, that's nobody's fault. It's just the world decided that your time was up. And he was working on a high voltage system. And there's the other thing. And that's why I brought in high voltage. I heard battery pack. I'm like, well, fuck you touch one thing wrong or do something was he wrong. Space suit. <laughs> Nobody wears that fucking thing. Well, they don't do that for the, for the new high voltage stuff anymore. The, I uh, see them wear that when they have the, um, maybe for your guys old ass technology. The, no, uh, it's for the, the mm. new ones that are about to come out. No, oh, for your for new fancy ID. electric stuff. It's no, for we the got ID4s, no, they we have got to wear that. no. We've got an updated kit for the new models that will be coming out. Well, I've seen the yes. engineers out there, and they're both wearing the the Space suits. Suit. It, it looks like a beekeeper, but with like more like ferrous material on it. <laughs> yeah, it's like shiny. It looks like a fucking spacesuit, you guys. <laughs> or uh, you know, like a it looks radiation. Like they suit. should be on the top of an MTV Music Award. Yes. Like that's funny. Yeah. But uh, so that that's where my brain instantly went with yeah. that story. I'm yeah. like, then you're in the wrong fucking field, dude. Go be a fucking gardener. Yeah. I don't know. Some people just threat. Oh, it sounds like he should stay in his lane. Oh, hey, circle back now. Boo! No, no, no. No, no that that's good, not though. a boo. I mean, that's that's something I feel like is very relatable. Hey, all you people listening, anonymously, anonymously, I mean, I'm tell us about the 
butt heads that you work with? My mom and Nestle? Head butts. <laughs> oh, um, and before I forget, happy birthday to Jeff. Belated birthday. <gasps> because I couldn't Jeffrey. say it on his on his birthday because I know he'll be listening to this. And also, Norman, congratulations on getting your poop back inside of you or some whatever your post was. Very happy for you. Did He's, he have a poop transplant? He said, I failed no poop November. Oh, wait, never mind. I got it back in there. <laughs> so congratulations on that norm i appreciate the mystery interesting uh, but that's so that's so norm is that like a prairie dog situation oh god oh my gosh prairie dog growing a tail so mike you can talk about your uh rodents your metal rodents so i mean this wasn't really like a conversation topic it was just like it is now. a random thing i had this like shower thought the other day and, you know, we all come kind of from, uh, well, some of us come from the days of like back in the day in the older cars, 60s, 70s cars, you'd put what's called like zinc pellets in the radiator mm -hmm. to help with electrolysis so that it doesn't eat through the heater core and the radiator and all the other like, you know, metal components. What happens in a cooling system of an engine is that you start to develop electrolysis if you don't have good enough grounds. I think electrolysis is when you get your hair removed with a laser. The, it's also the same sort of thing. Yes. Sorry, um, go on. We digress. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you install these zinc pellets in there, and it's basically like, you know, a sacrificial zinc pellet that the, you know, electricity wants to eat before it eats through oh. the copper and stuff like that of your old school heater core, old school radiator cores, things like that. And it's like, you know, meant to, to be in there to prevent that from happening if you have a condition like that in your vehicle. Huh. Well, you know, we have all these problems with rodents, and so I was sort of thinking, like, what happens if we put, like, a sacrificial piece of wire in there that's, like, super tasty for them? Coated oh. in cheddar. Yeah, and it's, like, easily replaceable and, like, easily serviced, and, you know, you put a couple of them, like, all around the vehicle, and then I was th so also thinking, like, well, that's just, like, the Pied Piper of rodents, and, like, now you're driving around, you know, a, a Ford Escape with, you know, 70... <laughs> 70 full-size rats in it just like 70 waiting for the, sticks. Yeah, waiting for the next meal but, but i was just like you know trying to um people have uh, said before on the show like oh um honda makes makes wiring loom you know wires within the insulation on it it has like a rodent repellent or rodent deterrent or whatever oh. in it. but i mean for ford like retool all their stuff or like get that you know, patent for that or whatever. I mean, like, you know, what does that cost? Hmm, maybe um, you should make a patent for it and TM, TM, TM. And then <laughs> you can be a rich man. Da -da 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 -da. If I were a rich man. <laughs> okay. Um, that's I, that's our... much better than what I thought you were going to say. And I thought you were going to say that. What if we just <clears throat> put like a sacrificial rat in there to like send a message to the <laughs> other rats. <laughs> Don't come up. Here. Hang them high from yeah. the tower and just be like, no, 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 Very no pirates. Right, we're gonna hang him from the wall. The wall. Pirates, the firewall. pirates, ye be warned. You know, that's what I was thinking of. Ye be that's warned. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like you know, we 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 talk about rodents so much on the show because it, it really happens everywhere in the country. I've learned because there's well, rodents everywhere. Rodents there will everywhere. always be rodents. And so much so that um, one of our... Is that warranty alley? 
That's not warranty. <laughs> no, it is not, Eric. Um, one of our service people uh, got us a um, a gift, and it's actually one of the electronic rodent repellent uh, rodent <laughs> repellent devices that we talked Those about. Those things are such a joke. No, this is one of the ones that actually works. What? There's ones that actually work. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it repels me, so. <laughs> Makes me not want to work on the car. (laughs) (laughs) I've talked about that before. You know, you walk through a lot and you can hear the tones and it's like, I have to turn them off and then like put a note in the Mm -hmm. car, like turn this thing back on before it leaves because I won't work here anymore if that thing's on. Yeah. (laughs) It's It's just like, "Mm, what is it it high pitch? Yeah, super high pitch and it changes frequency like every like three seconds. And all I like when you walk past it is like the best time that you can hear it. But as you walk past it, you hear like three different pitches and it's just the most annoying thing I've like ever heard. It's horrible. Really bad. I'm not sure that reminded me why, but that reminded me of Clarkson Farms when he has the drones <laughs> with the dog bark sound because he doesn't want to get a dog to Which is brilliant. the sheep. That's it was. Brilliant. It worked for a time yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, until they learn well <laughs> sheep are, you know, they're known dumb for their but intelligence. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're only there for a little bit until they're meat. Delicious, oh, that's delicious. Sad. You, like, you like lamb? I make lamb. I'll make lamb. The man he likes a lamb. Well, you guys, this has been so fun. This is a good one. Didn't you have fun, Eric? Tis the end. Tis the end. Uh, that's a that's a good song <laughs> from the end the is doors. nigh. <laughs> Excuse me. Trying not to die. Are you gonna be okay? Yeah, nope. Okay. I'm never be okay. I think you're just fine. Thank you, babe. You know what Marilyn used, Monroe used to say? Everything was just delicate. I don't I think that's just delicate, she would say. Really? In I thought of, that was a joke and I no. was waiting for the punchline. In, in some of her films, she would say that. Delicate. We'd like to thank our sponsors again. Yeah, we'd like to thank Ray Moon. Thanks, everybody. From El Ranchito Taco Shop, Lake Elsinore. Yes, we would. Thank Travis and thank Nick and thank Norm and thank everyone God. else who donates. Day oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> who, excuse me? No, we don't talk religion or politics here. I'd like I'd like to thank my dog, Koa. I'd like to I thank like my mom for bringing me into this world. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Hey, I'd like to thank that plant over there for giving me oxygen. Hey, Kevin, thank you. Yeah, the house smells amazing with the hot dogs and onions. And Oh, yeah, there's a camera over there. Yeah, Kevin's spying on us with his new home camera. He's waiting for you to change. Reach out to us on our socials, Customer States Podcast. Oh, yeah. Gmail.com. TikTok. at gmail.com. Instagram. Facebook. Spotify. Spotify. Can you talk to me on Spotify? <laughs> you can listen to us on Spotify. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, other pod catching Anchor if you're poor. Services. Poor. Yeah, Anchor's free. Poor. Listen to the ads that you yeah. skip over. <laughs> love you. Love you. And with that, we say. I already said love you, Mike. Oh. Love Bye. You. <laughs> love you. Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, Nick's got what I need on tap. 
Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.